imagine having the lowest earned run average in Major League Baseball. Well, you don't have to imagine it if you're a Red Sox fan, as this particular reliever was super special to the team and held that category. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Red Sox, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, straight to your feed Monday through Friday to your favorite podcast platform. Thank you for making this show your first listen of every day. You can also make every Red Sox home broadcast a priority by downloading the SiriusXM app and just searching Red Sox And you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball, which I'm certain you will not want to do in 2024. So thanks again for making the Lockdown Podcast Network and Lockdown Red Sox your first listen of every day. Lots to talk about on today's show, but unfortunately it has to start with a little bit of bad news that we as a community in Red Sox Nation did receive on Thursday. Um, Former Red Sox pitcher Tim Wakefield was unfortunately diagnosed with brain cancer, which is just so beyond awful. Um, It's really hard to fathom. It always appears like the worst things always happen to the best people. It's really unfair. I'm hoping and praying that they're in the early stages of it and that they can catch it early on and hopefully help treat it um, sooner rather than later. Um, You know, the news was shared publicly by former Red Sox player Kurt Schilling. Um, He did not get the family's permission to disclose the information, which is just very messed up. If that was your personal life, would you want somebody else to out you to everybody when that's your and your family's personal business? Kurt Schilling just over the years has really done some things that have just been not of good character. Um, you know, Catherine Veritek tweeted about how it was just not his place to reveal the information. I absolutely agree. Um, Tim Wakefield and his wife are dealing with something that's so unprecedented and just so beyond difficult to even comprehend. And the heartbreak that must be being felt right now around the Wakefield family is unfathomable. I mean, Wakefield was so special to Boston. When he pitched here, he was just one of the Red Sox best pitchers for so long. Um, The knuckleballer, uh, he just was so, so good. He went into the bullpen, but was primarily a starter and really 
was a key contributor to the Red Sox winning the ALCS against the Yankees in 2004. Um, he was basically asked to be put in the game in game three and basically carried the Red Sox the rest of the game, pitched three and a third innings and um, wasn't able to start game four, but they really needed that um, because Derek Lowe ended up pitching game four and we, they won and we all know how the rest of that series went. Um, he just is such a beloved player and he was somebody who always played the game of baseball the right way and always carried himself with such class, whether that was on the baseball field or off of it. His baseball knowledge is unbelievably high. Um, he's the type of guy who, as a Red Sox fan, you're always going to remember as one of the most well-respected and loved athletes to step foot in Boston. And when you think about legends like him, he's just never going to be forgotten. He'll always be a special member of Red Sox Nation. And I am sending so many prayers to the Wakefield family right now. Not only do they have to deal with this unfortunate news that they received, but now they also have to figure out how they're going to navigate this illness and um, how it's going to be treated while also having to deal with the fact that Kurt Schilling, um, who just probably wanted attention of his own, decided to go public with the information when nobody asked him to. And it was not at all a position of his to say anything. So it's really heartbreaking the way that it came out. The Wakefields have asked for privacy at this time, but you're never going to forget the contributions that he made to this Boston Red Sox pitching staff. Truly one of the best to take the mound at Fenway. Um, and you just really appreciate him as an individual, as a player, as an announcer, being able to do analysis that's very, very deep and easy for fans to follow. There's nothing negative you can say about him. And it's extremely sad and it's hard on so many people because Tim Wakefield is just such a good person. And it's just hard to fathom that he has to go through something like this and that he has to try to navigate through a situation that would be just incredibly difficult for anybody. So Kurt Schilling was in absolutely no place to say anything. He's been getting a lot of backlash on social media, and rightfully so, because it, it was not his place at all to reveal somebody else's health situation. And Stacy Wakefield, Tim's wife, is just very much not happy about it. And I get, you know, wanting to try to show support for somebody and have the Red Sox fan base rally around this person, but they were going to do that regardless of when they found out. And who are you to decide this is when the public should find out um, about, you know, this really serious, scary situation that is happening with such an iconic baseball player among Red Sox nation. So I don't agree at all with the way that this came out.
I think Tim Wakefield himself deserved to share the information. But Wake, if you're here, I'm thinking about you sending all of the prayers in the world. You are a smart and strong person. And I know that you'll get through this. I'm sure Red Sox Nation can back me up on that as well. You are an incredible person. And every Red Sox fan out there feels grateful to have been able to witness your success in a Red Sox uniform and just the team player you were and just how much of a role model you really were for the game of baseball. So you will get through this. I believe in you. And I don't have a doubt in the world that you will strike out cancer. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking about a Red Sox pitcher who absolutely dominated on the mound this year. Like a crazy amount of dominance. Um, his season is unfortunately over, so I'm going to be touching on that next. The MLB playoffs are around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like Acuna, Betts, and Otani. Pick more or less on stats for these stars like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right and you could win big. You really can. I mean, it's such a cool app. Because you can take certain players that you're feeling really confident in. I mean, with the season Acuna's having, how cool is it that he's just putting up the stats that he has this season being part of the 70-40 club? The chances of you betting on him and hitting are probably pretty high. So that's the type of player you should bet on. Sleeper makes all of that so easy for you to do. Use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. What's fun is fantasy baseball can really be just what you want it to be, and it's what you make of it, and you can really win a lot of money while doing it. So head to Sleeper today and use that promo code Locked On. Also, while you're downloading Sleeper, you should also download the SiriusXM app because that will provide you the home broadcast of every Red Sox game all season long. This season is coming to an end over the weekend, but for the 2024 season, you absolutely will not want to miss a single pitch. So download Sirius XM today as well on this lovely Friday. Chris Martin has been absolutely dominant this season for the Boston Red Sox. I mean, there aren't enough words to really describe how valuable he's been out of the Red Sox bullpen. He's been probably their most consistent pitcher they've had all season. You know what you're getting from him. He was absolutely dominant, mowed down opposing hitters. And when the Red Sox brought him into a game, you knew it was pretty safe. They put him in the game in stressful, high leverage situations and he delivered, and it's just so hard to not have fallen in love with him and what he did for the Boston Red Sox this season. He had a measly 105 earned run average, which is the lowest ERA in the majors. I mean, he was just unhittable, basically. Best reliever in all of baseball, and that's pretty amazing because 
when the Red Sox signed him, I liked the signing, but I did not expect him to be nearly as good as he has been. Um, His last outing was on September 22nd, and he just was good all season long. And the evidence is there. The numbers are there. His ERA only went above two a couple times this season, but overall he was under one and is at a measly 105 on run average right now. That's pretty incredible. Um, Unfortunately, his season is over cut short slightly. Um, He has a viral infection. So the Red Sox placed him on the 15 day injured list because of that. Um, So to fill his spot on the roster, the Red Sox called up Nick Robertson from AAA and If I look at both of those names, I look at one guy who's a veteran pitcher that has bounced around but has brought absolutely dominant, filthy stuff out of the Red Sox bullpen this year, and another who's a young player that came from the Dodgers organization and is trying to figure it out in the Red Sox system and work his way up to the point where he can be a valuable asset to the team moving forward. Um, Both are exciting names but in different ways. Chris Martin, I can't emphasize enough how fun of a pitcher he was to watch this year. In a bullpen that you didn't really know how it was going to turn out this year and how good it was actually going to be, Um, Chris Martin was the light in that. When they were shaky sometimes as a team, you always knew that when he came into the game, he was going to come and just take care of the job And if he came in with traffic on the bases, he always got out of it, knew what to pitch. And the veteran experience definitely is beneficial for him. I mean, he's just worked so hard to be where he is. And I think he settled into Boston and playing here with ease, at least from what it seems, because he's just been outstanding. And so... Unfortunately, his season is now over. Hopefully, he can get over this sickness that he has soon. Um, But then he can focus on the offseason. Nick Robertson was called up. He currently has a 633 earned run average. Um, He's been a little shaky this season, but he's also bounced around between the minors and the majors. He was in the Dodgers minor league system, got some opportunities up at the major league level then got traded to the Red Sox at the trade deadline as part of the Kike Hernandez trade um, and has been doing a mix of different roles in Boston. He's been able to start in the majors um, and been able to start in the minors, both in relief appearances, but he's been able to just try to showcase his stuff and work to constantly be improving. And for somebody like him, these are good opportunities for him to really gain that exposure. Even if it's a short stint for him up in the majors, that doesn't necessarily, you know, mean that it's going to be detrimental to his progress because he's not getting long enough stints up at the major league level. I think right now when he's still adapting and still adjusting, you want to find the opportunity to bring him in, um, when there is that chance and he wouldn't have gotten another opportunity to pitch this season had they not had to place Martin on the IL 
Um, luckily it happened, you know, at this point in the season, as opposed to earlier on, because Chris Martin really was pretty healthy for the most part this season and was able to provide a lot of work for the Red Sox. So obviously now, you know, it's the last week of the season. And so these games now are kind of meaningless, but more so for the young guys so that they can, um, focus on developing for next year and beyond. So the games now are more important for them. Um, so this Chris Martin situation, you know, if it was going to happen now is probably the best time that it's going to happen. I'm sure he'll get over it. He just deserves to rest because he's had a wildly good season for this team. And I like the upside with Nick Robertson. You know, I think he still has to work on a variety of different things at the minor league level. I think the potential is absolutely there. Whether he's able to perform well at the major league level next season, I'm not quite convinced of that. I think he still needs at least one more season, kind of primarily focusing on AAA and being able to work to continue to develop at the minor league level before he comes back up and is able to provide more value for this team. Um, however, that being said, there's a lot of upside with him for sure. The Dodgers liked a lot of different things about him. He was one of their top pitching prospects. So I'm inclined to believe the more reps he has, the better off he'll be. So yes, the information um, in this news about Chris Martin is unfortunate. But on the flip side of that, you can look at the positive by saying it just gives Nick Robertson another opportunity to really come in and get more exposure because the Red Sox at this point are really trying to see who's going to be part of the major league roster next year. Who's going to be those guys out of the bullpen that they can rely on. And this is a big time for Robertson to convince the Red Sox front office that he can be one of those guys that they can rely on moving forward out of the pen. So we'll see how he does. Maybe he'll get some opportunities to pitch in these last few games here. Um, but Chris Martin, owes, you know, we owe him a lot because he did so much out of this pen this year. He was absolutely a saving grace for this Red Sox team. Coming up, the Red Sox had once again another rough game, this time in Baltimore, the first of a four-game series, so I'm going to be going into that next. Do you love DoorDash and food delivery? Because I know I do. I mean, DoorDash was an absolute lifesaver during the pandemic when I was nervous to go to the grocery store and didn't really feel like getting up from my couch, so DoorDash had me covered for meals and if you thought they had you covered then, they absolutely have you covered even more now with their grocery delivery service. I wish they had this during COVID too. Um, burnt your last piece of toast? Avocado's gone bad? Or is the hot sauce bottle empty? Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. 
With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKDOWNMLB. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. I mean, hey, I'm telling you, like I said, DoorDash was great before, and now it'll be even better because they have that delivery service available for groceries. So definitely take advantage of that. Also, take advantage of something that's free, which is Sirius XM that now offers the home broadcast of every Red Sox game. Just search SiriusXM in the App Store, download the app, and then search Red Sox, and you can generate the home broadcast of every game. I know me personally, I don't like missing games, and if I can't watch a game live, I at least enjoy being able to listen to it no matter where I am and no matter where I go, and sometimes I'm not close enough to Boston Sports Radio to be able to really get the clear broadcast in my car or what have you. So SiriusXM can fix that. You can get it on the go wherever you are. Just download the SXM app, search Red Sox, and you can get the home broadcast of every game straight to your feed. The game on Thursday night, however, was not exactly a game that you might have wanted to get for free on the SiriusXM app because The Red Sox got shut out for the second night in a row. And I first have to start off by saying congratulations to the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, what an absolute cool team they have over there. They built those guys from scratch. That roster is their system. And they developed guys through their system and are now at the point where they just won 100 games and could get a World Series championship probably in the next few years with this young talent that they have. There's a lot of stars on that team. They're going to be a problem for a long time. So huge props to them. They did clinch the AL East um, when they were playing the Red Sox on Thursday night. In a two to nothing game, I mean, there's not much to say about the Red Sox offense. Just another pathetic effort Um, overall. The Red Sox only had three hits total in the game. But on the same token, Baltimore only had four hits. They were just more impactful hits than the Red Sox had. Chris Sale, I thought, looked really good. He pitched five innings of three-hit ball and gave up one earned run, which was a home run, struck out two, and recorded a walk. Um, And so he really wasn't bad. For this being, you know, Chris Sale and just how shaky he can be, on the mound. He looked really good overall. And it's truly unfortunate because his offense just could not get him any run support. And then Josh Winkowski came in in relief of him after the fifth inning, pitched 1.2 innings, struck out two hitters and didn't give up any runs. And then Brennan Bernardino came in in relief of Winkowski in the seventh inning because there was some traffic on the bases and Cora felt like Winkowski shouldn't be in the game anymore um, and wanted to play it safe. So he brought Brennan Bernardino in to get the last out of the seventh inning and it worked no problems. He um, struck out the batter and gave up no runs. And then Zach Kelly finished it up for the Red Sox out of the pen, pitched the bottom of the eighth inning, 
and um, recorded two walks, but gave up one earned run. Um, and so overall, the pitching was good on Thursday night, but they just can't remember how to hit. It appears that they've just given up. They've lost 17 of their last 21 games, which is honestly incredibly pathetic. And when you think about it, really, it's just sad because I feel like at this time of the season, wouldn't a lot of teams want to at least try to play spoiler? I feel like the motivation should be there to at least try to do that and feel like you're playing for something because yes, I get it can be emotionally draining when you're just trying to finish up the season and you aren't in postseason contention. So there isn't really anything serious to play for anymore, but you can try to play spoiler and head into the off season feeling good about yourselves and feeling like you competed with the team that just won the division and now has won a hundred games. It's just, there's a lack of effort overall by this team. They're just going through the motions at this point. They've been scoreless in the last 19 innings straight, um, which is just unbelievably sad. There's just not really many words for that. They just haven't been hitting at the end of the day. They got shut out on Wednesday against the Rays and then again on Thursday against the Orioles. And I'm not discrediting anything from the pitching because Dean Kremer was pitching for the Orioles. And I mean, my gosh, was he dominant. Went 5.1 innings and gave up only two hits and struck out eight Red Sox batters. I mean, he's a special talent. The Orioles have a real gem in him. He's special. He's going to be somebody who will probably provide a lot of value for their pitching staff for a long time. So I'm not trying to discredit that performance because he absolutely mowed over the Red Sox offense. But when you haven't scored in 19 straight innings, that's really sad. Like, why don't some guys try to get their batting averages up a little bit or give themselves that extra boost so that when they do go into the offseason, they can feel a little bit better about it. It's obviously not about team stats anymore because the Red Sox are not going to the postseason. But what they can do is at least try to string together some good at-bats so that they can improve their individual statistics a little bit more before the season ends. Because as we know, baseball is very taxing mentally. And if you end the season on the wrong foot, then you're not going to feel good going into the offseason, most likely. And I wouldn't want to sit there and just have to have the offseason drag on and feeling like I could have done more at the end of the season than I did. So to me, the biggest thing right now, I'm really disappointed in the lack of effort by the Red Sox that's being portrayed. Um, surprisingly, no errors on Thursday night, which is a very rare occurrence. The Red Sox do commit a lot of errors. Um, Rafael Devers made a really good throw from third base on what was a semi-tough play uh, Thursday night in the game. Um, in a lot of situations, he doesn't make that play. So I was happy to see that he did. Um, and overall, I think it was a good way for Chris Sale to just really have a start that he can remember and feel good about going into the offseason because there is just a lot of question marks when it comes to the Red Sox pitching staff. And Chris Sale, I mean, one can only hope he can remain healthy. But the mental game is huge for him. And if he can go into this offseason with that kind of start, that's fantastic for him. And I just hope nothing but the best for sale because I'll always appreciate what he did for the Red Sox during that 2018 World Series run. Um, but he looked good. He kept his composure on the mound and the Red Sox 
you know, really just couldn't help him out. He did what he could to keep his team in that game. But once the Orioles scored their second run in the bottom of the eighth inning, that's when I knew the game was over, that the Red Sox weren't scoring. If they kept it one nothing, I was like, well, maybe they can tie this game in the ninth inning. But with just the lack of hitting that they were doing in the entire game, I knew once the Orioles scored a second run that that was going to be enough. They wouldn't need to score anymore in order to secure that win. Boston's bats have been incredibly dead. The whole team just looks like they're just going through the motions at this point. And it's really sad because there are fans out there, myself included, who will stick by this team no matter what. And we're going to sit there and watch every game. And it doesn't matter how they're playing. Like It's irritating but we're still going to support because we're Red Sox fans till the end. And when we're still supporting, but the players are not putting a hundred percent effort out there, that's heartbreaking to see as a fan. And, you know, obviously they're not purposely trying to not try, but it's showing that they're kind of mentally checked out from the season. So I'm just trying to enjoy the last three games while we have them. Hopefully they can string together a win Ideally, two or the next three, which isn't going to happen, but hopefully they can, you know, try to pull out one of these games and just not get swept to end the season because that would just be really disheartening if they got swept in the two game series by the Rays and then also get swept in the four game series against the Orioles. And that's how they end the season. So let's try to just not do that. Let's keep the faith, hope that they can pull off another win before season's end. Let's go Red Sox, and I will talk to you on the flip side.